Welcome to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I'm Laura Katina. And I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women who are navigating one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode. Amy and I always say our topics arise from like situations that we're dealing with at home, at work, whatever. And this topic is no different. Um, So this week we're talking about handling difficult people, difficult personalities. Some might even say narcissists. Some might say that. We do Um, say that. And just handling difficult people. And I had a situation this week where I, how do I say this nicely? (laughs) I encountered somebody who I knew was going to be difficult. So I had mentally prepared myself for this scenario Mm -hmm. beforehand and it was still terrible, but you know, I encountered somebody that was incredibly difficult, rude, disrespectful. And it was me and four other people that were speaking with this person. And, um, it was really stressful. Like he was so disgusting to the five of us. And it was very, very hard to not like reciprocate. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is how I know that I have grown so much (laughs) since my, the younger version of me in my career, because when I was in my twenties and maybe even my thirties, I would have launched right back at him and given it right back to him. But last night I said, you know what? I have a responsibility here to be professional and to handle this the right way. So I am not going to jump back at him. And I didn't. And it was really, really hard. But I have to say that that um, encounter literally sucked the life out of me. Mm -hmm. I was exhausted. And it's really difficult um, to protect your energy from people like that. And but we have learned certain things over the years Um, So that's what we're going to talk about today. Because the restraint that you have to put out there in dealing with this difficult person, it was, it was like multiplied by a hundred yesterday, because normally there's like a baseline of tolerance. And then there is this, what happened is awful. And I think the biggest, the biggest thing that's like a kudos to Laura is she literally did not waver from the authentic person that she is. Like she, of course, albeit she's grown a lot from where she would have flown <laughs> yes. off the handle. I told her too the same thing. Like maybe five or five to eight years ago, I would have been like, you know, a lion right back at this person. And I still do. I, because you know what? Honestly, sometimes it's worth it to make the statements back and just be like, you are so rude or disrespectful or that I don't deserve to be spoken to that way. And kind of like break the momentum that that person has in overtaking the whole conversation. But at the same time, sometimes you just got to bless and release people and be like, you know what? We're not going to get any better in this interaction. So, okay. uh Uh-huh. You're right. Great. Move on. Bye-bye. And it can be so hard to do that. It is always so hard. It is so hard hard to do that. And I was just exhausted because it's really hard not to match that energy because it's like you want to, first of all, I'm glad I wasn't alone because I had four other witnesses (laughs) to this behavior because it's so outrageous that it's hard to even describe. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So I had four other people there and this person wasn't just disrespecting me. He was disrespecting all five of us. Mm -hmm. And so I almost felt like I had some, like a responsibility to stick up for them. Like it was really hard for me to be professional and to maintain my calm, but I did. And I think that if I had launched into like a tirade back at him, it would have been worse for me. Does that make sense? Like, I think you would have regretted it more coming home and being like, you know what? I really didn't like the way that I handled that, which is why we talk about like tools and and tips that we use strategies. We use like the 24 hour rule. And which is what you said to me, 24 24 hours, (laughs) take a beat, do not (laughs) respond in the moment. Like let's use our own advice because quite frankly, when you're in the middle of an interaction like that, all you are doing is responding in emotion. You're not responding as rationally and as like higher being as you possibly can. And when you take a step back and like start thinking about it rationally and without all of those emotions clouding it, you realize you would have such a great argument to refute whatever that person is spewing, right? Like you, you could come up with something or the answer might just be, it's not worth it. And let's just let it go. But the emotional state that somebody is like, like narcissists who are, you know, classically manipulative and gaslighting and just condescending, it's really tough because immediately our instinct is to defend ourselves. Yeah. And I think that's what I hate the most is the condescending Mm. nature of it. Mm -hmm. Because I just want to say like, we are all professionals. Yeah. And I don't quite understand like why you're so rude and you you think it's okay to talk to us like that. This was not the appropriate forum for that response. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's what I was thinking. So that is what also just takes my energy so much because I just, I can't stand when people are condescending yeah. um, and nasty. And I think that the example you were telling me about before was really good with what our colleague told us this week. Yeah. So I have a colleague that I'm working on a case with that told me that there was a specific person that she has now come to interact with on a routine basis in her cases. And when she saw that this person was going to be, you know, back in her, in her sphere because of a case that um, she's working on, she said to me, she's like, you know what? It's okay though, because I've already figured this person out. I already know exactly what their playbook is. I know how they're going to come into this situation. I know what they're going to try and do. And guess what? At the end of the day, I've learned it's just not worth it to fight with those people. You you let them let it go on those positions where they try and get on their high horse or they try and prove themselves smarter and mightier than you. But then when you have something legitimate to say back to them, that's those are the moments where you stand your ground. And for me, as I was hearing her describe this to me, it goes back to experience. Like and giving yourself a little grace because yeah. when you don't deal with these people on a routine basis, it can be incredibly jarring for that first experience when you're like, and I remember, by the way, we're talking about this right now. And I remember the first experience that I had with a nasty attorney on a case when I was a baby attorney, you will know who it is and I'll tell you offline. (laughs) And I was at a point where I was yelling at this person in my office over the phone. And one of my colleagues at the time came out to like check in on me because I was like, 
oh my gosh, if he's yelling, then I have to yell. And this is how this goes. It's such a bad example of what the practice of law is supposed to look like. So thankfully I had this one next to me that was like, all right, take a beat. It's okay. (laughs) When you have to deal with this person again, this is how you do it. So it comes with experience. um, And that's where it's, it's important to surround yourself with the people that are going to be the best influences for those situations. Then like, it's okay to ask somebody and reach out and say, candidly, this is what I'm dealing with right now. How would you respond just to get that feedback and see if somebody else has a better perspective? Yeah. And this definitely comes with experience. And there are certain circumstances where you just your emotions take over mm-hmm. and you just can't help it. Like I can think of one particular example where Amy and I were involved in a situation where somebody was screaming at us and we just went right back. Yep. And that scenario was totally led by emotion because we were like, to say furious is not even, Fed like up. that's putting it nicely. Yeah. Like there are no words for yep. it. And that was a scenario that, I probably could have handled better looking back. Yeah. So there are, but I was totally led by emotion. But I would say here, the punishment matched the crime. Yes. Okay. <laughs> For sure. But never mind. Again. Had we been in front of a group of people, I probably wouldn't have reacted that way. Right. But uh, when I stood up and started screaming, like it just came out and then there was no, it was done. And then Amy continued so it. Coming, guys, let's just drop a footnote here. We don't show up as our highest selves and that's okay. And give yourself some grace. Right. However, right. be mindful enough and self-aware enough that you have to learn from the situation and reflect and be like, okay, could I have done that better? Could I have interacted better and set yourself up for better success in the next interaction that you have to have? But I do sometimes fall into the trap of like, why do I have to be the one to control myself? Like yeah. and keep my composure and I, and other people are so nasty and just think that they can speak to us however they feel like it. And there's no response. Right. But here's where I'll come in here. And I think we've had this conversation before too. It's because it's not about the other person. It's totally about you. It's how you are willing to show up. And are you going to be proud of that person the following day? And that who cares what that other person does? They have to live with their behavior and they have to live with the reputation that they're building. Because by the way, chances are, and I've said this before and I'll say this here, if you think that everybody else around you has turned into a an a, an asshole, okay, we're gonna say it. Believe it out. The the chances are that you're the one that needs to take a peek at what you're doing to everybody else, right? And so for this particular situation where Laura had this interaction, this individual is that person yeah. that nobody can get along with, yeah. right? Like, and that knowing that you should take that with you and carry it over to the next day and be like, I handled that the best way I can because everybody else handles this person or has to deal with this person's, you know, flare ups too. Yeah. Right. It's not just me. Yeah. And it's like, you're, it's the kind of person that you're always walking on eggshells around, which is so can be so stressful because we lived in that scenario for many years where we were walking on eggshells. Like never knew what we were walking into, had to hide on certain days of the week. Like it was (laughs) when you're dealing with somebody like that, it's, you know, it becomes very mentally exhausting. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like, you're walking on eggshells and, but you have to take a step back if you can. And like you said, realize it's, it's not, 
you. Like right. you have to worry about how you you respond, right? So what do we say? There are two things you can control, your attitude and your effort. You're, and I always tell my kids this, you're in charge of how you respond. Mm-hmm. And But the problem is, is that a lot of times we lead with our emotions yeah. instead of actually thinking through the scenario. Right. And it's easy to fly off the handle when you're mm-hmm. dealing with somebody like that who just you just want to like strangle them. They're insufferable. They're so, right. It's just, it's miserable. Yeah. Um, and we do encounter, especially in our profession, people like that. A lot um, of people like that. Yeah. And I mean, we are blessed to have a really, really great legal community here where we are. Mm-hmm. When you're dealing with a profession like this, you do encounter people that are like that. Yeah. And um it can be really, really difficult. But I was I, last night gave me an opportunity to like put my own advice into practice. Yeah. And it was very hard. Yeah. It, it was really hard. And I think that in addition to the tip of like just blessing and releasing these people, right. And just put your hands up, whatever, just, it is what it is that for that limited interaction, you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to bang your head against the wall if you continue it. And sometimes again, stopping them in that momentum and stopping them in their tracks is going to be jarring to them too, that it might diffuse the situation, but at all costs, protecting your energy, I think is the most important thing here, right? So like the example that Laura was talking about before about avoiding certain people, if they don't do well on certain days of the week or certain months or, you know, whenever really, or ever really. But, (laughs) you know, if there's a stressful time and you know that that's going to be, you know, a factor playing into how this person is showing up, you figure out a way to stay away from them, figure out a way to gently approach them and say, listen, I know that this is a stressful time. Like if it's somebody on your team, I know that this is a stressful time for you right now. I know you're under a lot of pressure. I'm going to give you the space. You come to me if you need me. You just never know if something like that could also turn somebody around, right? right. Who who might not characteristically carry this personality trait of like narcissism or whatever, um, but might just be having a bad moment Yeah, and that's okay. But like, what can you do in those moments? What can make you feel good leaving that situation saying I did as best as I could to protect my energy and leave this person alone and like stay away from them. I remember I had an experience when I was a young, I have to think how many years I was out. This is like war story yeah, hour with I, Tina and Mara. <laughs> there like three firms ago, I forget it was so many years ago, but um, I had an adversary that was crazy and he one day I was on the phone with him and I forget, I don't even remember what the issue was. He was screaming at me, literally screaming at me. And I just, but I was not who I am today. I was not that person. Yeah. And I said to him, I'm like, what is wrong with you? It's like, you are crazy. And I did not respond my best, but you can think back on situations you've had like that and how you handled it. Yep. And see how you can grow from it. Like that, that situation was so bad. I will never forget it. And I will never forget like his tone and and people that leaves like a lasting impression. Oh, for sure. But it's those experiences that you learn from when you're dealing with people like that and you have an experience like that. So there are like so many experiences that I've had that have led up to how I can handle it today as opposed to how I handled it back then. Yes. And 
it's okay to sometimes stand your ground. I'm just going to throw that out there, right? Like, I think that because of the way that this individual is speaking to you, your response was just going to be super heated. And I'm so glad you handled that circumstance the way that you did. But there are some times where you can just like stop mid-conversation and be like, is there a reason you're yelling at me? Right. Or do you think that this is going to be productive for you to speak to me this way? Or any kind of question like that, that kind of puts them back on their heels, which you and I know we've had to do that even as of late, where Mm -hmm. some people have crossed the line in discussions with us and people that are like colleagues of ours, like friendly with us. And we had to be like, what, what are we doing here? Why are you, why are you talking like this? Like what, what's going on? And normally it's not you, it's, it's what they're going through or frustrations manifesting themselves, you know, directed at you. So it's not excusable on their part, but it helps again, just to stop things in the track and be like, let's take a beat. Okay. Let's take a breath and regroup and like refocus Mm -hmm. on what the ultimate issue is. It's like our legal career in a nutshell, right? right? 101. Like we all start yelling at each other and then we're like, wait a second, we have to do what? What's the goal? The other thing too, at least that I feel is it's very hard for me not to react to how other people are being treated. Oh, so me too. That's why this also was such an issue for me because not only was it so disrespectful to me, but for the other attorneys that were there, yeah. in my head, I'm thinking, like, how dare you treat them this way? Yeah. Like, who do you think you are? Yeah. They are professionals. They're, they have, you know, a wealth of experience. They're very accomplished. And you think you can sit there and treat them like this? Like, it was disgusting. And so in those scenarios, too, it's it can be very difficult to not want to, to not, like, just launch into something because you want to protect other people. Yeah. And that's happened with you too, yeah. right? Oh Recently. my God. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, sometimes you can like what I, the way I handled it last night was I just cut off the conversation. I just cut it off. I was like, all right, we're done here. That's it. Thank you very much. Yeah. But you know, there, there are different ways you can handle it, but it's, it's hard to not want to jump in and defend other people too, who are experiencing that wrath, even right. if it's not like directed at you. But at the, same, at the same time too, I had a recent experience too, where somebody was ganging up on me about something. And I had friends that came to my rescue about it. And the way that they did it was very professional, yep. very level-headed. And I was actually like shocked that people were willing to like stand up for me in that sense, because I like to say that I can stand up for myself and I typically do, but it's really nice to know that somebody mm-hmm. would step in and like, you know, be there and, and make the comments like that. So, but again, if you're going to be that person, just un- remember like who you are, remember the kind of person that you want to be. Like you don't want to match the energy or the, you know, agitation that that person has in that moment, be the bigger person. And it stinks, right? And it's totally frustrating because you just want to like lash out. But I think that you're just going to be prouder of yourself in the moment by showing up as like the best version that you can. Absolutely. I know this is a relatable topic. Everybody has or has had a scenario in their life where they're faced with somebody like this, a situation like this. Um, So it's always best if you can to try to protect your energy um, and just think about, like Amy said, like, how do you want to be, right? Do you want to match their energy? Probably not. No. So we hope these tips were helpful for you. We thank you for listening and we'll talk to you in the next episode.
If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.